What, what, what? <laughs> hey, hey sis. sis. How the sisters doing? Y'all all right? Y'all all right? <laughs> Y'all all right? <laughs> so today's episode is mainly brought on by Myla. Cause, um, is it? Yes. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm here to listen. Nah. So she we passed. know about the new video that dropped by Cardi and Megan yes. Thee Stallion recently. The controversy that exploded. Yeah. The wop wop. Wop wop wop. So, we're just here to talk about it, but Myla got some points, and I'm going to chime in whenever. I think we have very, very different, varying b- beliefs or views. Yeah. Dang, I stuttered. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do, twin. It's like real twins. I'm just saying. All right, so let's kick it off. Well, like sis said, today the podcast is brought to you by WAP. Uh, wet ass pussy, as we all know. Um, and this is a very layered topic. Mm. Um, I understand uh, the controversy that ensued. Um, I understand multiple layers of it. As the multi- what's the controversy? Uh, the controversy is the oversexualization of the black woman mm-hmm. and the Jezebel narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, um, in the propaganda mm-hmm. machine of dehumanizing black people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, women's sexuality right, right. has always been a weapon used against us. So right, when it comes right. to, um, you know, like I said, uh, the propaganda machine and the over sexualization of the black woman mm-hmm. to uh, further dehumanize us and us moving away from that narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> moving away from so, that narrative. Okay. And so that's one layer of the controversy. That's one layer of the controversy. And so then we were moving reaction. away from that narrative. So. Right. Re reimaging, you know, uh-huh. and you know. So we, you think we were we were as women moving away from that narrative, as far as music is concerned. Mo- not necessarily moving away from it, but mm-hmm. it was a need to suppress it. Okay. You know when do you, when did that happen? When do you think that happened? Um, at different times in music, specifically, mm-hmm. what I see is like, like rock 90s. and hip hop. Okay. It's like these two specific genres. genres. Okay. Because in R and B, women can sing about sex mm-hmm. all day long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one's coming for Tiana Taylor. Yeah. No one's coming for Janae Nyko. You know, no mm. one's coming for Beyonce. You, you know, and they ex- are very. You could categorize how they express their sexuality as explicit. Or yeah, I heard some P bombs dropped in both of them. Janae Aiko and Tiana uh, Taylor. That song is called Pussy Fairies. Oh. <laughs> Should I stand correct? So, you know, no one's coming for them. And then when men enter the space of Mm R&B, you know, for a long time, uh, you know, niggas like, oh, you R&B ass nigga. Like, that's an insult. But when men are in that space, they're expressing sexuality, but they're more connected to the feminine Mm -hmm. expression of it. Mm -hmm. So when you want to get in the mood, you put on some R&B music, right? That's all fine and dandy. But hip hop, a male dominated industry, misogyny, And when a woman shows up in that space, mm-hmm. autonomous, mm-hmm. and declaring like, "Yo, like, no, you're not," you know, I'm. I'm gonna fuck you. I'm gonna fuck you. I'm fucking you. And how can we tell the difference? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fuck you, right? right. You know, right. I'm gonna tell you when, where, right? And then you can get on and, you can get and about on. your way, and I'm gonna go right. finish handling my business. You're disposable. You're disposable now. Now. Right. now, men don't like that, right? And that's tied into, in my opinion, the Lilith complex. Okay, now what is the Lilith who? That's what I came up with. Okay. <laughs> so for those that don't know, okay. Lilith was allegedly 
Adam's first wife. Right. She was made from the same clay as he was. So right. she was his equal. So they in the Garden of Eden smashing, you know. And I guess <laughs> I'm she, pretty sure they were doing more than smashing. But go ahead. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. Bear with me. But, I, I mean, they're the first humans. You know, playing. they getting it in. Right. So, you know, Lily wanted to switch things up. So she's like, yo, let me get on top. And Adam's like, nah, you know, I'm trying to get the hang of this. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. This shit is new. We this both just got here. You know, you know shit feel hella you good. Know, like, yeah. And she's like, I feel you, but you know, I want to try something new. Right. So she kept insisting. And for whatever reason, Adam was resisting. Uh-huh. So he was like, yo, God, like, she tripping. Like, <laughs> she unruly. She unruly. She got opinions. Right. She, she low key smarter than me. Right. Like, this is not, you know, right. God. I'm supposed to be the leader. I'm supposed to be the leader. So God was like, say less. And he was like, hey, ho, you got to get oh, out of here. Oh, oh. <laughs> God said, hey, ho, <laughs> you got to get out of here. Right. So she gets kicked out of the Garden of Eden. She roaming. Lucifer pop up. And he's like, hey, little mama, I ain't seen you around here before. Right. So they link because, you know, allegedly he's treating her as and an of equal. Course, of course, the devil got all the moves. Right. He had all the moves. He, he was said, get on top, baby girl. Say less. <laughs> say less. So then God created Eve from okay. Adam's rib to okay. be, you know, submissive. Ru- submissive this sounds like over. some shit a white man came up with. But go ahead. Go ahead. So I find it interesting okay, that in so hip-hop, the Lilith complex, the Lilith complex, right? So you're in intimidated when we are equal in hip hop. Okay, specifically, mm-hmm. you're intimidated when we're equal. Mm-hmm. You're intimidated when we're like, no, nah, we're gonna fuck you when right. we want how we say it. When we pull but, a you on you. When we pull a you on you. But at the same time, when men asserted and expressed their sexuality in hip hop, mm-hmm. it's linked or led with violence. Right. Women, we're just like, I'm here. Right. Hear me roar. I'm going to do what I'm going to do, you right. know, but men, you know, when they're asserting their sexuality, it's, it's linked with violence. Okay. But again, also when women are expressing their sexuality in hip hop and men are getting upset and I'm linking it to the little complex because right. Megan and Cardi specifically always talking about writing. Right. <laughs> they're always oh, talking about right, being on right. top. <laughs> wow. And now all of a sudden men are like, it's hitting some kind of subconscious. Yeah, they're, they're like feeling triggered. They're triggered. Now all of a sudden it's, well, what about the save the children? And what about the, <laughs> save, the, save the children? <laughs> what about the, now they care about the moral fabric of society. Right, but right. y'all didn't say shit when Miskel said, I'm going to come out with my dick in my hand. Right. What was the moral? Or just cut, like the stuff that I've heard. I just felt disgusted just from listening to it. Like, y'all. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> it's just, you know, so I just thought that was very interesting how when Cardi and Megan are mm-hmm. specifically talking about, you know, their sexual prowess, their autonomy and mm-hmm. writing, mm-hmm. that men <laughs> are, are challenged are and triggered. And, triggered. Right. and mm-hmm. now just now all of a sudden they care about how, you know, the portrayal of women is being portrayed right. and like Right. Now you care about us being depicted in a um moral you know, morally um easy to I don't know not I don't want to say easy to swallow like that. <laughs> how fitting <laughs> but but it's like it's like now you want to have some respect for us now you want to say you guys aren't presenting yourself in a respectful manner when the whole time your platform was based off of the Disrespect. disrespecting you know a black woman and having no regard for just how disgusting that, sh- that like you don't have a mom or a sister or a daughter that you don't want to hear these lyrics you know what i'm saying like there's no type of moral compass in which you're 
checking yourself by internally so your right. external doesn't even stop at your mom it's just like right <laughs> well you know shit i'm grown she gonna get some of this money and shut up i guess basically pretty much i think that's how um so mainly like how CeeLo responded did you see CeeLo's response i didn't give that much energy i saw like uh the guess, title like yeah. the, you know the clickbait and i was just like I'm not even. Yeah. <laughs> not CeeLo. <laughs> yeah, I mean... What did he say? What'd it... Well, he was just basically had that um, bravado perspective. Like, women aren't supposed to be depicted like that. It's just kind of like it's a tearing down of the um, the the honest, our, you know, wholesome depiction of women. And um, it was just too much. But then, what? like Demetrius said, you know, you uh, got a rape charge in your history. <laughs> like, a drugging look. somebody. A, right. And then justified it. Like, it's not rape if they're asleep or some shit. And then, like, that necrophilia song on Narls. Like, now I gotta throw Narls Barkley away. <laughs> and we was just bumping and appreciating it last night. Damn. He's in an R. Kelly concert. Damn, man. What I yeah. told y'all, Messy Low. Uh-huh. I take it all back. <laughs> I take it all back. But um, yeah, okay. Yeah, so they have very little energy. They cannot keep the same energy. Yeah. When it's you know when it's a, reciprocated. when it's reciprocated, or when they should be policing their male counterparts. Like right. you know how like white people need policing white people. Like right. <laughs> like black I men agree. need to police black men. Okay. So and not black women's expression because again. As a grown woman, I can appreciate the entertainment mm-hmm. and you know the watchiness and the bravado yeah. because there, you know, there is a time and uh, a time place and for place that. for that energy. Mm-hmm. You know, certified freak seven right. days of life. Right. There's a time. I ain't got seven. So I'm I ain't need got that. Sleep. I got about ten. I need minutes. one day where I'm just reading, <laughs> listening to Doctor Carr. I give I you about four five of them days. Right, but yeah, so. I don't know. It's just very interesting. I, I enjoyed it um, as a grown woman, um, mm-hmm. um, as a mom mm-hmm. of a daughter mm-hmm. um, and a son. But, you know, mainly as, with a daughter, um, it's my responsibility mm-hmm. to raise her in her womanhood mm-hmm. and to embody her sexuality mm-hmm. and understand how that can be expressed and how, you know, just know, like, how, when you express it. It's going to be <laughs> mirrored back to you. Right. <laughs> so, right. You, you you know, in developing your own signature, like, you know, that's the parents' responsibility. Right. So when they're like, oh, they're not good role models and they're not supposed to be role models. Right. Like, they're really not. They're really entertainers. Right. Like, you need to be making sure you're doing the hard work, the, you know, right. getting down to the nitty gritty yeah. and parenting your children and instilling See, in but them. that's, see, okay, now I'm about to talk. <laughs> but see, that's just so deep and so, like, it's such a layered conversation because as a teacher unfortunately when you when when you participate in this society and you allow your child to go to school for more hours out of the week than you're going to actually see them mm-hmm. you're you have very little time to do parenting and when you're living in a society where you have platform and when you have an abundance of ears and listeners mm-hmm. and the 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 responsibility on you isn't necessarily to be a role model. No, that's not the responsibility. But the expectation when you mature and when you realize the impact and the effect that your artistry has on generations mm-hmm. and minds, mm-hmm. then you start taking on that responsibility of being a role model, which is why I think the entertainment industry is groomed for young 
people. Right. Because you are you you're less in tapped and in tune to the power of your presence, right. and you're more so drowned out and drunk out, or, or you know, uh, doped up in the high of being wealthy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's easy to say Bad blind spot. It's not my responsibility, but the reality is you're being twirled up in a nasty game too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not given a platform because you're bettering yourself energetically or your community because too much of anything isn't a good thing. Mm-hmm. Even too much water isn't good for you. Right. And I, I think the problem of up the problem is it's an oversaturation mm-hmm. of the con of that yes. content. You we know had, what I'm saying? And I, and Cardi herself mm-hmm. even said that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Cardi was like, Y'all I'm rapping about what y'all want to rap about. She was like, I like Rhapsody. I like all these right. other lyrical right. women. But y'all right. want to hear about pussy. So I'm gonna rap about pussy. Get right. my coin. <laughs> exactly. That's my point. People do not like we were saying earlier, people who really are really about this fight and this revolution and are willing to die and willing to go broke and do all this shit mm-hmm. so that people can really get free. Like, that's that spiritual work. That's when you tapped out of, you know, valuing the materials more than, um, you know, your purpose or feeling like you're going to go broke if you don't honor your truth. Because mm-hmm. if I'm sitting talking to <clears throat> Cardi, like, well, who are you? You know, I know we're complex individuals, but like now do you want me to value you as somebody that stands on what they believe? Or are you just with the shit no matter how it comes and you about the money first? And yeah, I'm going to sit on this project with Tamika Mallory and talk about Breonna Taylor, you know, who what who whose life doesn't matter in the eyes of police. But those police who justify our shit are brainwashed under the same content of music that come out of our culture. Mm-hmm. And then that culture, if you don't know your history, you were groomed to to think of yourself in that one dimensional context because like who is cardi b and megan the stallion if they did not have to subscribe to the narrative of being rich megan the stallion is a college educated woman Mm -hmm. cardi b just stepped into this political realm she's expressing a a part of herself that we've never seen before Mm -hmm. when beyonce cut ties with these record companies and she became who she wanted to be this the blackest most woke woman that has a biggest platform ever in mainstream music in mainstream music so who are you when you own yourself Mm -hmm. and then how much are you going to allow yourself to be bought just so you can be comfortable and rich and buy your baby girl a Birkin bag. She damn near threw that shit. <laughs> oh, and y'all recorded it. You recorded <laughs> You saw that the child had no regard for the Birkin. But that wasn't the point. The point was, my baby got a Birkin. My baby is richer than you. Mm-hmm. So where, like, I don't, like, my frustration in, in teaching and seeing the impact that it has, like, yes, it gets more and more, uh, explicit as we get older. Mm-hmm. They have the internet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When I was growing up, bitch, on TV, I remember the first time watching <laughs> Night Court. When the, like, that was just, whoo, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, what right? happens to you when you're uh, when you're exposed to too much sexuality mm-hmm. and you're raised by young parents who don't know how to parent you? Right. We Our parents did the best they could. They still need to grow themselves up. Right. But then you go off into school where school is ran by the kids. As one teacher, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the culture of school is ran by the kids and, the, and that culture is dictated by mainstream media. So if twerking is the thing, you know how many times I had to tell kids to stop twerking when we was doing P.E.? <laughs> 
I'm like, okay, at one point, it's like, well, shit, if that's how you're going to get the work out there, <laughs> and like, what I'm trying to get you to do takes less work th- than twerking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just to stretch. Yeah. And you over here trying to shake your ass and get the boys to, mm-hmm. to like you sexually. Right. Because that's all you've been told where your value is. And right. it, it's, 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 it's a complex issue. And it's one that really, I can't, it, because of teaching how it blew my mind to see how much of these kids your parents don't know. You don't know your kid. Right. Most of the stuff, you know, you know the stuff I tell you ain't, ain't a lie. But you don't know the the depth <laughs> of how grown, how explicit, how raw these kids really are. Seven years old, six years old. I got cussed out by a, a six-year-old. <laughs> I got cussed out by a six-year-old. I was six-year-old. doing being a teacher. And he called me all kinds of bitches and <laughs> kicked me. I'm like, what is going on? What? Like, kids are horrible. In the hell is going on? <laughs> so I, I think there's just, I think it's a deeper conversation that I don't like to engage in because I don't know how to take it lightly and when you look at the history of entertainment and how it's formed and who are the power players and and, and the and the power of energy and vibrations mm-hmm. and programming and all of those things into play black men and women fighting to each other about who should be sexual and who shouldn't that's a very minute aspect of the problem because we're fighting the manipulation we're 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 in a boxing ring mm-hmm that was set up for us to fight each other. Right. You you didn't choose to fight me. You just subconsciously have been told that I'm your enemy. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, and then on top of that, this is my last point. I'm going shut, to shut the fuck up. When you have the statistics that show one in every four girls is molested and one in every six boys is molested. And when you go through the journey of healing from that and you see what that looks like when it's not healed, a lot of these rappers that are just sexually <clears throat> disgusting and explicit in, in, in addition to the women have not healed sexual trauma. Mm-hmm. So you're not actually entertaining. <laughs> you are trying to work out some shit that needs to be healed. Which, if you did, your content would probably be different. You, you Your vibration, you, you know what I'm saying? You wouldn't mm-hmm. get the same high or have the same disregard if you really, you know, talked about how your cousin or uncle or teacher or somebody, you know, touched you and made you feel gross and you're trying to fight and get your power back and you turn it into an explicit uh, fixation of yeah. sex and it comes out. That's how I can, yeah. You know, that's one way it can manifest. Itself. Manifest, they come out. So that's what that's what I got to say. About. <laughs> well, that was a lot. <laughs> yeah, but I really, I mean, as far as like the Lilith complex mm-hmm. and that fight between the men and women, like that's another heavy layer. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's another heavy layer because, like, we were brought here to be equals, right? That's a heavy layer to you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and like, and she was completely demonized and turned into because a she devil and an enemy of children. That's what she's known for. (laughs) That's a white man came up with that. You can't tell me a white man did not come up with that Lilith story. You can't tell me that. Hey, and like, in what world (laughs) has? A male-dominated society not destroyed itself right. from the inside. Right, out. right. 
Right, because once upon a time, God was a woman. And, right. you know, we were revered in all over the world, meaning cultures, as the goddesses that we are. And, again, a part of um, our feminine energy, you know, our sexual, sensual energy, mm. and how that's been used against us mm-hmm. and, and feared. us feared. Because, I mean, a, a woman in her divine feminine right. and masculine energy? Yeah, you burning us at the stake. Calling us witches. <laughs> she knew what I was thinking. Burner, burner. Our intuition, like, how did she know? Like, right. you know, like, come on now. You can't say casually women's intuition and then not give us the respect that we are on. Right. Right. Put some respect on it. On it. But as we're shifting in this Aquarian age and uh-huh. moving more into the divine feminine, and women um, are coming into their own, and part of that is coming into their sexuality and mm-hmm. that being expressed, you know. The Aquarian age, as we move um, into this age and women are awakening in their feminine divinity and expression <coughs> and sexuality. Men too. Men too. Right? Um, the, the feminine energy, right? Yeah, the feminine energy is also awakening in men as well. Mm-hmm. But women, since our sexuality was used to suppress. weaponize against us and yeah. suppress, we're coming into that. So mm-hmm. I just want society mainly to give women room to do that, space mm-hmm. to do that. Because that's going to that and figure that out. Yeah. And that's, you know, your sexuality is, your expression of your sexuality is in the queendom of the beholder. Right. I can't police it. I might right. have my opinions on it. Right. But I can't police it and I be like, have a strong you. Opinion. <laughs> strong opinion. But people are working out shit. Like you said, right. sexual trauma. Like, right. That's going to be expressed in different ways. Right. So at the end of the day, what I want us to get away from is the dehumanization. Mm-hmm. Because women are, our humanity is tied to our sexuality. Mm. So if women are quote unquote whores mm-hmm. and they're doing all this and something right violent to happens to them, yeah. they're. They're discarded. Right, right. I hear you. So, Mm. yeah, like, that's a very important piece. I don't think people notice that. So, Mm -hmm. like, even, like, for the women who are advocating for modesty or whatever the case is, Mm -hmm. I don't, I want them to be also aware that how their speech Mm -hmm. can be dehumanizing in a way where it gives, um, you know, it gives way to, Mm -hmm. for women to be discarded because of how they're expressing their their sexuality, puts their life in jeopardy. Yeah. So... All in all, I just say, make sure it's coming from when you're, you know, going through this journey and you're expressing yourself that you're doing it from a healed space. Mm -hmm. And if it's not from a healed space, then get down to the root on why it's not a healed space. Because expressing your sexual, you know, energy and and being being flowing in that is beautiful. It's creation energy. It could be beautiful, divine, sacred, whatever else you needed and wanted to be. Well, let's get into this. So, Mm -hmm. wait. First, let me do the B.O.B. And then we can talk about the healing of our sexual energy in the healing section. Because I think that deserves a space within itself. You Mm -hmm. know? Like... Um, all right, so this BOB shout out goes to Lady B Steam LA. Since we're talking about wet ass pussy, <laughs> the best way to maintain it is to vaginal steam. If you check out her page on Instagram, it is Lady B Steam LA. Sis has an abundance of information about how to eat 
and how to maintain um, a certain alkaline body so that you can have a very nice, wet, and tight poom poom. <laughs> happy vagina. A happy like vagina. Yes, like Queen of Fool would say. And you know, um, it's a very pleasurable experience. I've tried it out before. I actually love it. It's, I think it's very important in our self love journey to embrace our uh, vagina and mm-hmm. uh, you know know it and look at it and know talk you know it. talk to it and and just tune into the power of our vaginal health outside of just sexual energy but you know mm-hmm. it's a form of creation and she's very in tune and she's dope and she has cbd products as well so make sure you support sis she's located in um la off of pico and again her instagram is lady v steam la All right, so this part of the podcast, we want to go, um, we we want to go deeper into the conversation about healing our sexual energy, or tapping into um, our sexual powers. And Myla, I think you have some key points that uh, you can top us off with, or just continue what you were saying. But we we want to put it under the the healing part of the segment. Well, I was just saying, like, I understand that. Like in my own journey coming into that, I'm still figuring out, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm still figuring out that the expression of my sexual energy. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been um, aware of energy and how, you know, it could be reciprocated. So I've always been cautious and, mm-hmm. you know, very, like, right. <laughs> very picky and, you know, right. and, and I should be. But in exploring it, like. You can call me a hoe. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, some of the things I've done, you can probably, like, oh, she a hoe. Like, oh, mm-hmm. she, you know, so that's why. In I my think we all got a little. <laughs> a hoe face, that is I the got, thing. If not a phase, then a night. <laughs> and I was like, that was some hoe that shit. That was some hoe shit. That and was some. <laughs> exactly. So at the end of the day, as we're beings growing into, you know, our spiritual, mm-hmm. um, maturity Mm -hmm. i just don't want people to be dehumanized Mm -hmm. when they're walking through their journey Mm -hmm. and just you know have some awareness because like you said i don't know i can't police it right and i and i try not to be so harsh and condemning in my opinion of it because Mm -hmm. everyone has their own journey i don't know where you're expressing this energy from and if you are expressing it from a, a very promiscuous you know presumably dangerous energy then you you got some trauma. Like I feel right. sorry for you. Right. Like a whole like I feel sorry for you. Right. Like when I was watching, you know, because people hate Black China, and I was watching some of her reality mm. TV show, and her mom is like yeah. one of the most toxic people oh, on this earth. So you man. you know, so I felt bad Which, for China. Yeah. I'm like, damn, you ain't got no daddy. Your mama right. crazy. You looking for love in all the yeah. wrong places, you know. And, and, and then because like you've been told that sex is how you're valued, you, mm. you use that in looking in your you know you use that looking yeah. for love trying to draw people in and ultimately getting hurt mm-hmm. so <laughs> right. the hoes need healing and they need That's love and shit. understanding and That's to be brought shit. under someone's tutelage you know like right. so yeah like I, I can't i think that's very powerful um mm-hmm. and true when it comes to like not being judgmental i can definitely say like i know that i i am coming from a judgmental place mm-hmm. Um, more so out of like concern of the residual effects of it, you know, but, um, like, I don't like honest to God, 
in my most I don't care. I don't care what you do. I don't I don't want the police any woman's sexual activity just like I don't think abortions and all that shit should be political conversations. Like those shouldn't even be conversations. Right. What grown people do with their bodies is none of my business personally, socially, unless you personally share it with me. Mm-hmm. But when we talk about platforms, mm-hmm. I think what I want to <clears throat> advocate for mm-hmm. is addressing the need for healing of our sexual energy right addressing that it has been suppressed Mm -hmm. and when you're trying to work that out it's gonna look messy just like everything else you know what i'm saying right just like everything else just like like everything else like i'm not i would i can i can uh voice my opinion about uh slut walk and all of Mm -hmm. that to my friends but i think in a certain environment I don't really like how it feels to condemn so harshly mm-hmm. because I know that I don't know mm-hmm. the full story. And right. I also know, mm-hmm. like you said, typically that stuff plays out from a place of sexual um, violation. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And I remember talking to some dudes who had that real harsh, like, that's not how women supposed to be. I'll, I'll always go to the why. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, for me, why do I think that way? I've been through my my experiences, but I've also been brainwashed right. by my parents mm-hmm. to cultivate my sexual energy and activity a certain way. Right. And now I'm at an age where I'm really trying to figure out, like, do I want to uphold how they raised me? Was that really from a... Um, a place that's healthy for me as a sexual being is it Mm -hmm. adding to my suppression because like i did get a kick out of being like you know i've only had so many partners and if we're not together like where i valued it because that's where Where value was placed placed, right Mm -hmm. so i understand how hard you can hold on to where value is placed right right Mm -hmm. but when you start doing your work and you realize how like in order for me to be me I have to peel away the pieces that were layers, given to me right. and that I've built a personality around, all around, identity around and identity, a value of my identity right. around and then decide what part of that am I willing, you know, to right. take on and live out <clears throat> while sometimes just shutting the fuck up when it comes to other people. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think a lot think of times, that, yeah, mm-hmm. go ahead. I think that's very, um, all of that, what you said, is very important, um, especially when you talk about, like, the slut walk, because even in that conversation, the over-sexualization is one narrative. Right. So, they need to add the narrative of, you're coming, some of you, some of us are coming from a place of pain. Like, right. you're, you know, like, right. that needs to be a part Address. of the uh, empowerment and your exactly. sexuality in the conversation. That Thank piece you. is missing. That's So, we need balance true. across all boards. Like, yeah, it's not necessarily I, I for me, I don't know, I wouldn't call it a necessary evil but lack of a better expression but that i feel like that energy of that narrative should exist should have the right to exist mm-hmm. and i think also there needs to be a balance of other narratives mm-hmm. that you know people can pull from right. it just needs to be a balance right and it needs to be a i balance. agree and i think that's probably what the aquarian age is ushering in because the lack of that balance is the lack of compassion right. for humanity and people's right. humane experiences in this thing that nobody quite has figured out <laughs> but we have a lot to say about Probably, people that right. trip up mm-hmm. and make you know m- mistakes on the world stage or personally you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like um i think the conversation about 
self-care and self-love and that being trending is going to eventually get you to that space right of now you know it's even onion. in this slut walk and sexual right. promiscuity like I, I need to pull back that letter is that something i really identify with right or was i just like you know being just re- being, just reaction, <laughs> reactionary right like, you know like right yeah you know like and that's another thing like i my frustration is a lot of our uh, proclamation of power mm-hmm. is a reaction from being shunned and we actually become what we hate mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying wow. like you a hoe okay well then i'm gonna be a good one right you know I'm what i'm saying but all my hoes is honest. honest but it did hurt you when you was called a hoe mm-hmm. you know and why right. You know, well, you heard what I'm saying? they call us niggers, so then we start calling each other niggers. Right, we, right, <laughs> right, and we, and we, and now it's so embedded in a part of our culture that we forget. Some people don't even know, you know, where the actual healing needs to start or right. come from, mm-hmm. you know, and that it has to happen on both sides because. Yes, everybody. Definitely. Women aren't the only ones that didn't grow up with a man in the house. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like father. Yeah, I saw that meme on Facebook. It was like, why um, is saying um, to a woman like, "Oh, you got daddy issues" is an insult when the man nigga, is not in her too. life. Damn, here like, I go with nigga. <laughs> I only <laughs> say it when I'm passionate. Like, how is yeah. that an insult to a woman? Like, oh, you got daddy issues. Like a man that you was supposed to be. <laughs> And in if my you're life. saying that to me, then as an as an insult yeah. and as as an intent to belittle me, mm-hmm. then your dad, if he was around, didn't teach you how to properly love a woman, right? Or <laughs> the streets that taught you, which, which was your daddy, right? Didn't do you no good, right? Like yeah, so yeah. like that's that's where I think we are ushering in, yeah, this phase where everything gets put out mm-hmm. like let's dissect it all yeah so now you know but there are some men but you gotta for me i gotta really look and find them but there mm-hmm. are some men that's like yo this i mean this is kind of double standard i don't know what right. you guys are so right. uh, <laughs> not quite understanding. I, I do enjoy wet ass pussy and, um, <laughs> I don't understand. I'm a part of the wet ass pussy committee. Uh, I'm part of the wet ass. I'm a member. <laughs> I've got a lifetime membership. Like, uh, so I don't know what y'all talking about. Yeah, no, that's true. I think, like you said, when you have white people addressing the issues to white people, those healed men mm-hmm. can address it to the other men. And, you know, yeah. we, we create sisterhoods and mm-hmm. conversations that's like sis at the in at like at the core of that language mm-hmm. i think there's some space for healing to happen yeah you know and that's what, what i think the approach needs to be um because you know like i said i understand all layers i'm like everybody's right right <laughs> it's not right. just one you right. know reality like everyone's right mm-hmm. but I think that we all need to approach it with more compassion yeah. and more understanding because when you understand things, like I said, there's women that are just like, oh, you know, people, are, some women are really upset with I don't cook, I don't clean, but <laughs> let me tell you, I got this ring line. Oh, well, shit, she ain't lying. <laughs> she got a maid and a house and a chef. Chef, chef, chefism. Chefism. I had chefism food. Right. I, listen. The I homie was, cooked for her in her house and she's a chef. You, after y'all had chefism some food you wouldn't want to cook because it would be disrespectful to, <laughs> to pull out any pots and pans and thinking right you can cook some food your plates will leave <laughs> i mean get this shit off me. all your appliances leave get this shit off of me 
Where Chef is is a man. But I mean, look, ain't this is that not the goal? Like right. I'm not a working life, hard. Listen, but that's what I'm saying. Men. There's so many layers, though. You oh, mad women because, are mad at that? Yes, women are mad at that because our our value and our <laughs> identity and our worth is domestic. Yeah. You know, ties. Ooh, cooking this is getting cleaning. Up. That's what I'm telling. Cooking Woo. and cleaning. So if Cardi's saying. I don't and cook, I, got a ring. I don't clean, and I still got the ring. You blowing motherfuckers up. Like, yeah. well, you know, because we've been told that our femininity is so much of what we do for men. Right. And it's not. Feminine, right. expe- feminine energy is expressive. It's mm-hmm. receiving. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like when you tap into a man's heart space, mm-hmm. he don't give a damn about your cooking and cleaning right. skills. That right. would be cherry on top. Right. But at but the end of but baby, uh, we're going to have to come up with a budget because <laughs> if we get some cooking classes, we can do it together. Right. Like, you know, if they you, work with they work with That's you when shit. you're tapped into their heart space when right. you're when you're um meeting them at an energetic mentally emotionally and spiritual level mm-hmm. your domestic skills yeah when you're feeding them <laughs> when you're feeding without them, food when they're feeding them yeah. without food yeah so yeah it's, it's yeah i thought that was cute Shit, I thought that was I cute. No money. I'm, I'm not, not cooking and cleaning. That's a job within itself. When you I'm, got that's kids, not my badge of honor. <laughs> Culture not even that big yet, and she want more babies. C- cleaning up the children, right? Yeah, it's literally it. like <laughs> I've seen it. It's like every other. Either y- I'm gonna have to glue y'all to the wall so you don't even touch <laughs> nothing. nothing. Or y'all gonna have to learn how to clean up because I'm just like it's it's a part of life now. Like you yeah. just constantly cleaning and cooking, and constantly. then with the no school, I ain't with man, the no school, they, they eat everything. Just ain't no I'm more snacks. Slave. Ain't no more. I'm a, right, I remember I'm that time a, I said. So I see being a parent is being a slave, <laughs> and you just get told, "I love you, mommy," <laughs> and, and, and that's that, the reward. And it really be enough too. <laughs> He's like, I love, I love you too. I'm well, on that cheese note, right now. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, okay, mommy, I'll cook for you. But yeah, on that note, we love you too. I think love is like the Aquarian age. Love is the currency. Mm-hmm. Love is the space for the healing. Mm-hmm. Outside of the layers, love, mm-hmm. self-love, love for each other, and, and compassion for humanity. It's going to get us to a place of balance. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the only way it's going to happen. That's what we're striving to and reaching to at the end of the day. So just remember, um, what's some affirmations you can get? Yeah. One of my favorite, um, affirmations that I use that I feel like helps me, um, gain perspective and expand it. Um, I got this off the internet, of course, but I hope it helps and guides you as well to expand your view in confusion. There can only be pain and more confusion, but in understanding and with patience, there can be harmony and peace. So I am energetically guided to a better understanding of myself and others. So sisters, <laughs> well, show you right. Show you right. Show you right. Yeah, that's I hope you guys continue to be guided to a better understanding of yourself first and I hope that spills over to understanding more as we as other people as we continue to move around in this Aquarian age and it's about humanity and raising the vibrations mm-hmm. and love and understanding. So We'll impart you guys with that. Yeah. So that's it. <laughs> love yourself. Stand in the mirror and tell yourself you love yourself. If you've ever embarked on a journey, um, I recently went back into it and I had to be honest with you. I started crying like, dang, there's some healing that needs to happen. And I think we're all there. So the conversation is here because we're all there. And we're all in this together. Yeah. <laughs> all in this together, sis. 
All right, so the next section we're going to talk about beauty news. Stay tuned. All right, so this week in beauty news, we have um, a highlight going to Uwama Beauty. I spoke about her before, but Uwama Beauty is the founder and CEO of the cosmetic line Uwama Beauty, but she's also created the campaign Pull Up for Change. The reason why we're highlighting her is because she was recently featured in Complex Magazine. Sis was also on CNN. Like, she's really making waves, and I think uh, for the first time, that I've seen in the beauty industry, someone tip into the political activism and uh, use their platform to not only make women feel beautiful, but to also empower us in ways that matter outside of the mirror. And I just wanted to shout her out and let you guys know about her. Check her out on Instagram at Hey Sharon C. That's H U Y S H A R O N C. So you can see everything that she's doing and um, join the fight. <laughs> Pull up for change. Hold these companies accountable. If they don't, if they won't hire you, don't buy from them. Okay. All right, y'all. So this concludes our um wop wop episode <laughs> this is a 7.5 we had to do this i know um, we had to get this out we had to get this out so yeah make sure you guys follow us on instagram mm-hmm. um make sure you join uh, we're about to launch our facebook group we'll have more info on that make sure you support us please you can please, donate sisters. Uh, <laughs> you can donate using the anchor link or um you know share us you know let people know about us All right, y'all. Bye, sis. Bye, sis.